forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. It's a long, 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 long time before the dawn. Good morning, everybody. Are we on, Ken? We are on, sir. Good morning, Doctor. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to you, too. This is the high holiday of the Christians. Celebrates uh, the historical event, which was actually documented that uh, Jesus was crucified on Passover weekend, and um, apparently, according to the Christian traditions, he rose from the dead because he is the Son of God or God or whatever. So this is a great holiday for the for the Christians. And the the big question is, Ken, how did the bunny rabbit sneak in? <laughs> I'm not sure, Doc. Him. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just glad they invented peeps. That's all, because I love the peeps. Every Every year, my wife buys me a big pack of peeps. And I just devour all the sugar. <laughs> oh, so uh, I found an a, a Easter card on Jib Jab, and it's the Last Supper. And, you know, they're asking Jesus, are they really going to crucify you? And he's all, yeah, they're going to crucify me. And the apostles, are you afraid? He says, of course I'm afraid. But you're going to rise from the dead, right? And he said, yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. They said, well, what are you going to call it? Well, we'll call that the resurrection because I'm going to resurrect from the dead. And they said, well, no, but what, that's the actual act. What are you going to call the holiday? And they're all debating what to call it. And so somebody says, St. Peter, somebody says, let's call it Easter. And Jesus says, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's call it Easter. And somebody else says, hey, we should have bunnies attached to it. <laughs> and so it keeps going on and on. Finally, it ends up with chocolate bunnies as the symbol of Easter and of Jesus' resurrection. I'm not sure that that's what Rome had in mind, but... <laughs> Certainly, well, it's the way it turned out, isn't it? Yeah. That's the way it turned out, and yeah. now I see where they're giving presents like it's Christmas. I guess uh, the uh, secular world world is trying to co-opt it and make some money off of it. Probably the Jewish side of the family is <laughs> pushing that. <laughs> I love my family. <laughs> well, you got to get the kids involved somehow, and I guess they figured Easter baskets and a big bunny is the way to do it. Yeah, and now they get Easter presents. <clears throat> Easter well, get we just got an Easter basket. I got ripped off apparently. Well, we got new clothes, so those that's right. Presents, you know, back then in, in my day, in my youth, the, getting new clothes that was a big deal. You had four kids, even with two parent doctors, uh, it was still expensive to clothe and feed and take care of the little rascals. We got uh, new patches on our clothes. You got there. You go. <laughs> Remember those days when people I, used to save money by putting a patch on the knee instead of going out and buying another pair of jeans. Yeah, and remember, we had to wear uh, jackets and ties to high school, so your elbows would wear out, Yeah, and you just put a patch on it. Yeah, that's right. Patches on everything. Mom did that for a long, long time. And I've got about 10 or 15 pairs of shoes, none of which fit me. I don't know why I have them. But back in the day, you know, I had, I had play shoes, dress shoes, school shoes, some running shoes. I had three or four pairs. That was it. Oh, I used to dream about having three or four pairs. We had oh. we had your dress shoes and your gym shoes, and that was it. How many how many feet you got? <laughs> Just the two. Just oh, okay. Oh, I see. Pairs. We didn't wear them at the same time, you know. We <laughs> we saved the good ones for Sunday. 
Yep, that's that's the main idea. Save yep. it for Sunday. You had your Sunday clothes and your everyday clothes. Well, yeah. Well, we since we had to wear coat and tie to uh, high school. Once we got into high school, of course, uh, there were plenty of ties around, and, and you had a couple of good jackets. I remember it was a big deal for the senior prom. My dad bought me a, 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 a tuxedo, a silk tuxedo. Mm. I thought I was uptown. Yeah. We used to have the clip-ons. Did you do the clip-on or did you have a, uh, in high school? Did you just to clip them on, or did you have the real ties? I think that the real tie was too complex for, for uh, my adolescent brain. I was more interested <laughs> in, in girls, so I just used the clip-on. Yeah, I used the clip-on, too. Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about the vaccine, Ken, and almost all my patients have gotten vaccinated. Now, I've got a few that are holding out and saying, well, we want to wait till you get the, uh, the vaccine. But I don't think I have enough patients to, to warrant getting the vaccine, and it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere, as you know. Yes. And I, mean, I, I think what convinced me is last week I was walking out of the uh, Publix after I bought something, and the... Uh, there was a woman sitting at the desk at the exit and it said, sign up for your COVID vaccination. There wasn't anybody there. I mean, people just walked by like she didn't exist. Uh, I would have thought there had been dozens of people, you know, and it was a busy time. It was right around supper time. And that's when people are out shopping after they get off work. But, uh, you know, I I just, I cannot see uh, going through all of the, uh, machinations to to get the vaccine and to try to track down those patients of mine who have not had it so i've opted not to get uh, the bring the vaccine into the office and not to administer it unless something changes you know if they just send me vaccine and say here give it that's another thing but right now it's uh, it's it, it's a lot of paperwork and we don't have enough patients to warrant uh, ordering 500 doses from the state they want you to get at least 300 or they don't want to deal with you so I'll say this to all of my patients, to everybody out there, which vaccine should you get? You know the answer to that, Ken. What first one it? that presents itself. The first one you can get in your arm. Go get it. Don't wait on me. Go get vaccinated. And people say, well, I don't want to take it because I'm not in, you know, I don't meet the criteria and all that. I said, listen, you create the firewall. You create the fire break by going out and getting vaccinated and then you're less of a threat to your family, your friends, your neighbors, and the community at large, which, by the way, I'm part of. Well, they're pretty much opening it up to everybody now, aren't they? It's like down to 18 yeah, years yeah. old or something next week or in a couple of weeks. Old. Just go get it, for yeah, God's sake. Absolutely. What's the difference? What do we have to have uh, eight out of ten people vaccinated or have, the, have been infected to get the herd immunity? Is that what we're looking for? They say about 60 to 80 yeah. percent, but... You know, it's it's a little tricky because let's say you get 30% of the population vaccinated. We don't know what percentage of the population has actually uh, contracted the disease or if there is a small subset that has natural immunity to it. So we may, at 30 or 40% vaccination, we may actually achieve uh, herd immunity because there are people that have probably had it, didn't know it, and have antibodies. So, yeah. All right, well. Get the vaccine if you uh, don't think you've had COVID. So that's the best yeah, advice right now. Get vaccinated. Don't wait for me because I'm not going to get the, uh, the the vaccine. I've decided it's just not worth it. Um, not that it's not worth vaccinating people, but it's just that it's such a, uh, a headache, a paperwork nightmare, uh, signing up with the state, keeping all the records, 
tracking down the patients who have not had the vaccine in my practice and uh, and then trying to get them to come in. You know, I've had a couple people say they want to wait for me and I tell them, or I'm telling them this morning right now, don't wait for me. Go get vaccinated. Now, what do you think about this vaccination passport thing everybody's talking about? You know, the governor has uh, issued an executive order not allowing people to discriminate because they haven't been vaccinated. What, what, what's your opinion on all that? You know, I'm, I haven't really studied it that that uh, closely. I think that the, uh, the, the the governor is probably trying to make Florida more uh, tourist friendly. And I'm, I'm, I can understand that if there is a mandate for vaccination passports that people may say, well, you know, I don't have that or I don't know how to get it. So I'm not going to go down to Disney World this year. And so the the governor's thinking straight for uh, I think for the uh, for the business and the industry and for our way of life here in Florida. Uh, whether it's he's, I think he's right when he says it's going to create a two class society, those who have and those who have not. Yeah, and uh, you know, if we have herd immunity, who cares? Exactly. And, you know, if you choose not to get the vaccine and you get get the disease and you die, well, that's on you. That's not on me. Yes, that's for you. your choice, and that's what America it's, is, free choice. Now, I, it should be know, anyway. Personally, I am, uh, although I'm, I'm conservative, this is one area where I think the government should step in and mandate. I think, uh, I think vaccinations, they're mandated for kids. You can't go to a school without your vaccinations. Uh, so if you don't want your kids to be vaccinated, you're going to have to homeschool them or, or they'll be illiterate. And so everybody gets vaccinated when they go to school. Now, even states like Mississippi, which have been traditionally very conservative, Ken, they passed a law a few years ago greatly restricting the religious uh, objections to, uh, uh, to vaccinations, uh, th- that you have to really go through a lot of hoops to prove that you have some bona fide religious uh, ideology or theology that prohibits vaccinations. I mean, come on, this is craziness. This is the 21st century. Get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, we don't see polio anymore. You know why? Because of vaccinations. That's right. We don't see smallpox because we vaccinated everybody, and uh, there's no smallpox in the, that I know of in the world. There may be some smallpox in labs that's been uh, uh, frozen for future experiments or warfare or whatever, but... Uh, Smallpox is gone. Polio is gone. Uh, you know, you don't see much whooping cough anymore. Kids used to get that and die. Um, measles, mumps, rubella, it's almost gone. I mean, all these diseases that are historical now, it's pretty amazing. I mean, it, it, you think about it, this is all because of vaccines. So go get vaccinated. I'm not going to say anything more about vaccines. Well, one, one more word. I know you don't want to hear but vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. <laughs> All right. And I guess we're at the third uh, third of the country vaccinated now from what the government said over the weekend, last week sometime. So You go, boys. You go. Yeah. Let's get two-thirds. Yeah. So I saw a really cool thing, uh, Ken. Uh, there's a company out in California. They're making a battery that will last 28,000 years. Can you believe that? That's amazing. I, I, I kind of read a little bit about this. Tell, what, what do you know that I don't know, though, because I, I haven't heard any details on it yet. Well, the way this thing works, it's it's layers of uh, diamond, you know, of a man-made diamond, and then carbon-14 or another radioactive material and diamonds and carbon-14 and diamond. And so what it does is 
you have three different kinds of radioactive decay. You have alpha, beta, and gamma. Alpha decay is uh, uh, basically a helium uh, nucleus, which is two protons and two neutrons, the lightest element being uh, hydrogen, which is uh, one proton and one electron. Helium has two protons, two neutrons, and two electrons. And so in alpha decay, uh, an unstable parent molecule, or, or atom rather, will eject uh, this, this part of itself, and it basically it's two neutrons and two protons. And uh, this is uh, fast moving, it moves at about 5% the speed of light. It is uh, not very damaging, it can be stopped by a piece of paper because it's so heavy. So if it hits your skin, if you get enough of it, you might get a little burn from it, that's about it. That's the weakest of the three uh, types of energy that are emitted by, by an, uh, an unstable atom, a radioactive atom. The second is beta decay. These are basically electrons or positrons that are emitted. Electrons, as we've talked about over and over and over again on the show, are what make everything go. This, this is the juice. This is what we produce when we uh, fire up our reactors, whether they're nuclear or coal or, or gas or whether they're hydroelectric. We're, we're generating and pushing electrons down the line. So what they did is they took this material, this carbon-14, which is radioactive. We all have little bits of, of carbon-14 in us. And they sandwiched it between layers of diamonds, man-made diamonds, and uh, this uh, decays gradually over millions of years, and it produces electrons. Oh, boy. And so you got a battery. And I've been talking about this for decades, that we could end all of this battery nonsense if we just would allow radioactive material to be put into our batteries to make them run longer, because we know that certain radioactive materials will uh, emit electrons. Now, the final and the the the, uh, the deadly uh, high energy um, radiation that's emitted by an unstable atom, a radioactive atom, is called gamma rays. Ken, those, those are those are the mean ones. Yes, those are the mean ones. That's the ones we use in medicine. We we take plain X rays with uh, <clears throat> X rays. These are gamma rays that are generated uh, by the electrons rather than by the nucleus of the of the uh, atom. So. But basically, they're the same thing. We can we can tweak the energy uh, level of, of these uh, gamma rays by different types by using different types of uh, radioactive material and decay. And we also use the uh, the gamma ray when we're doing imaging tests like nuclear stress tests, where we give you a very small dose of radioactive technetium, and this is taken up by the heart muscle. And so, if you have blockage down one vessel but not down another, they'll be less taken up by one area than, than by another. And so when we put the camera on you that images your heart, that picks up the radiation coming out of your body and your heart, we can see the differential between the two areas and we can decide whether or not there's a blockage. <clears throat> and this is an old time test. It's been around for decades. Fairly accurate, about 80, 85%, but not 100%. And we use it for other things like imaging the thyroid gland, looking for uh, bony um, uh, cancer metastasis, looking for uh, bone density, looking for all kinds of things we can use it for. Uh, now we have MRIs and, and, and PET scans. And actually, PET scans are 
pretty neat. They are radioactive material that's injected, and they emit uh, um, 511 KeV uh, to, to uh, gamma rays. And these gamma rays go at 180 degrees away from each other. And if they don't bump into anything, they're not absorbed or they're not measured or whatever, they will go infinitely. They will travel infinitely and they will be exactly the same and they'll do exactly the same uh, no matter how far they are apart in the universe, which is <laughs> mind boggling. Yeah, it's mind boggling. Yeah. I don't know how the heck that happens, but any rate. So we've got this nuclear battery. Now they make a uh, another version of this that will be useful in uh, cars, cell phones, uh, tools, different things that you use. And the amount of radiation that's emitted is minimal, if any, because diamond is pretty hard material. The electrons won't get out of the battery. I mean, a few may leak out of the ends, but we actually emit more radiation than these little batteries will emit. You, you know, we, we're emitting radiation. Did you know that? I did not know that. I don't feel like I am, but... Some, pe was, some people say I have a glow to me, so. Well, I was feeling a little warm this morning, so I got out my Geiger counter, and sure enough. <laughs> tick, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, you know where we have been using radioactive material and batteries? You know this. I've told you this before. You know the smoke detectors in your yes, home? Yes, right, exactly, yeah, the 10-year ones, right. Yeah, that has got some Americum, and Americum is a, a man-made uh, uh, isotope, a man-made material, and... Uh, it decays very slowly, and so we've put it in the batteries. And, and so if you ever have a Geiger counter and you got your smoke detector on the wall there, just go over and hold the Geiger counter up there. It'll, it'll start clicking. I wonder, though, if, if something like that is really um, business-worthy. Because if you only have to buy one every 22,000 years, you're not coming. But there's no repeat sales, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you're if you're traveling in space, you might not run into a kiosk. <laughs> pick up a replacement if you're. That's you know. true, but I was thinking more like the cars, like probably your cars. I guess they would. You have to find a way to make them profitable without uh, making them so expensive the first time you buy it that nobody can afford it. Well, I would think that when you go to buy a new car, that'll all have to be reprocessed, and it's not going to, you know, those batteries aren't going to fit into the new car that you get 10 years down the road, so you're going to have to reprocess that. I'm sure somebody will figure out a way to make money off of it. Um, but you're right, it's going to cut down. But, I mean, let's face it, the Industrial Revolution cut down on a lot of uh, profit from cottage industries and home industries and, uh, you know, the the... The computer revolution and the robotic revolution, they're all cutting down on the numbers of jobs and, and the flow of cash in those areas. But uh, somehow we're, we're not only surviving, we're fatter than ever, we're healthier than ever, and there's about a gazillion more of us than ever. And we're wealthier than ever, you know. We're really, wealthier yeah. than ever. So we're doing all right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So moving on from batteries... And uh, so now that we've talked about alpha, beta, and gamma radiation, and you guys know everything. I, by the way, uh, beta radiation, electrons can be stopped by a piece of aluminum foil, and uh, alpha by a piece of paper. But gamma, you need some lead shielding. And um, we can determine how much lead you need depending upon the energy level of the gamma ray that's coming out of the radioactive material so we can figure all this out and that's how we know how to shield 
uh, when we're doing x-rays or uh, radiation studies. By the way, you know, the x-ray collimators now on the, on the x-ray machines are so, they're so good, it's like a, a laser beam that you really don't need a lot of shielding. Uh, I mean, we still have it, but uh, in some applications, it's no longer required by the uh, state. Yeah, I know. Back to, back back in the day, when you got an X-ray, the technician would like say, "I'm going down the block. Just don't move." Yeah. So they and we still we still have a we still have a, a radiation shield uh, with a little radiation uh, dense piece of glass that you can look through, and we're shooting X-rays in our office. So. It's still being used, uh, but uh, the necessity of it is probably not all that great. Uh, they still make us wear our little x-ray badges, but uh, you know what? Everybody I know just puts their badge on the counter. <laughs> okay, well. And then you just mail it in every month, too, and, and uh, somebody takes it and says, oh, you're all right. And I used to have a professor when I was in my cardiology fellowship, and he when he knew that he was over the limit for the month, he'd just take his off and leave it in his locker because they'd make him stop doing procedures. And he said, this is a bunch of baloney. And, and of course it is. Um, I think there was a time when it was more important back when Dr. Rankin first invented x-rays and they were splattering all over the place. But now we've got the, the equipment down. It's pretty precise. So It's a cumulative thing for you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know how the radiologists used to get damaged? They'd burn their fingers off. They, oh my! They would actually fry their fingers, and mostly from the uh, from from the, uh, uh, the the heat and the uh, beta decay, uh, the electrons, because it burned their fingers. Basically, just burn them right off. So they all ended up with burnt up fingers. Pretty cool. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll have one of these batteries in the house someday, and your whole house will be powered by a battery that lasts for twenty thousand years. I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I'll buy one right now. I wonder what it costs. Probably several million. But Most likely right now. Yeah, I'd have to live a long time to make that pay off. <laughs> I don't. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> well, there's so, always a lottery, Doc. There's always a lottery. Now, listen. I I was looking at the Asian Times. You know my. Uh, my online newspaper out of Hong Kong. Yeah, you've been mentioning that. That's like the fourth week in a row now. I haven't looked at it yet, but it's something you suggest we all take a look at once in a while? Yeah, it's it's a good look at what's going on in the world. Now, did you know that Philippines, uh, du, what's his name, Dutarte? Du, Duarte, Duarte. 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 President Duarte, yeah. He, he scrambled jets into the South China Sea uh, to keep an eye on the Chinese ships that are trying to take over the South China Sea. Now, you guys probably remember I talked about this a long time ago. The South China Sea is surrounded by Taiwan, the Philippines, uh, Malaysia, Cambodia, Vietnam, Laos, uh, South China, of course, and uh, uh, Singapore is in the mix there and uh, a few other countries uh, in that area. And so the South China Sea is a big waterway, and the Chinese are trying to take that over and say, well, this is ours, which is nothing new. They've been saying that for thousands of years. Of course, they haven't taken it over yet. And uh, Japan is a little further north, uh, as is South Korea, so they're not actually abutting the South China Sea. But this is one of the busiest waterways in the world. More than half of the world's shipping and tonnage goes through this area. So Philippines scrambled jets. <laughs> well, good for them, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the mouse that roared. Yeah. 
and they're going after China. And, of course, Taiwan is... They're not going to win that one, but, you know, it's a nice... No, but they nice get effort. sympathy, and they'd get Taiwan in the mix, and yeah. eventually uh, Smokey Joe would have to join. He's he's going to get us in a war for sure. I, I have no doubt that the Democrats, they love they love to, to talk about how they hate war, and then they get us into wars. So I, I never have figured that out. What's in it for them, you know? I don't know, but it does seem to go that way, doesn't it? Their legacy yeah. or what? I mean— I, I don't understand it at all. I, Why doesn't he just go conquer Canada or something? I mean, you know, the Canadians won't even resist. <laughs> Half the Canadians would be like, oh, please, come on in. Just don't take our McDonald's away. Yeah. yeah well, just, you no, know, you, you got to leave the Tim Hortons. You can't take those away. <laughs> if, you know what Tim Hortons are. What's a Tim Horton? Tim Horton is the biggest uh, fast food chain in Canada. Is it? Okay. And Tim Horton was a soccer, I mean, an ice hockey player. He was killed in a car accident shortly after he and some businessmen started Tim Hortons, which started off like uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, only now it's morphed into not only uh, pastries and coffee and things like that, but you can also go in and get a sandwich and soup and you know, so it's it's kind of like a, a Panera, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever you want to think of it. It's the most ubiquitous uh, chain in Canada. You can stop on any road anywhere in Canada, and there'll be a Tim Horton somewhere along the way. No kidding. I, I don't get to Canada much, so that's probably why I don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you, if you go to Canada, which I've been there a couple of dozen times, um, Tim Hortons is the place to go for coffee and a donut or a sandwich or whatever. Speaking of food and getting something to eat and refreshing yourself, this half first half hour of this show is gone. This is always the fastest show I I, I take part in. And and that's because it's fast because you're fascinating, Doc. That's why. Well, it's not only that; it's just the uh, repartee between you and me and the wonderful information we have to share with the world. And we can only hope that the world will continue to listen to us because you know what? We're right. And yeah. everybody else is wrong. If I could just get my family to listen to me, that's that's that's, no, that's not going to happen. My wife, <laughs> I said, I, she, she said, who was that? Because, you, you know, you texted me and I was downstairs. So uh, Ken texted me, you know, I don't like that song. Get a different song. I didn't put it that way, Doc. <laughs> well, I know what you meant. And she said, who's that? I said, Ken. And she said, Ken, what's he want? She's thinking our neighbor can. Oh, okay. And I said, well, it's about the song. He doesn't like the song. He wants a different song. She said, why does Ken care about your song? I said, you know who Ken is? My 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 producer, my wingman. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't listen. She doesn't listen to me when I talk to her in live, person to person. And she certainly doesn't listen to me when I'm on the radio. She said, I ain't listening to you. I see enough of you and hear enough of you during the day. So... Well, let's get some Joe, and we'll be back. What do you think? Let's grab some Joe. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. It's been a long time coming. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. It is Easter Sunday all around the world, and billions of Christians are celebrating. Thousands in France are spending the holiday lining up for COVID-19 shots. As the government tries to speed up vaccinations amidst a new surge of infections, 
In Lyon, a soccer team opened its stadium as a mass vaccination center, provided 200 volunteers to help medical personnel and firefighters. The team's president expressed hope the effort would create a, quote, social cohesion as France entered its third partial lockdown. Anti-coup demonstrators in Myanmar taking to the streets holding painted eggs in a nod to Easter. They bear slogans including Spring Revolution. And the owner of a construction truck that caused Taiwan's worst rail accident in decades has apologized in tears while being led away from his home by police on Saturday. This is SRN News. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The future is scary. Machines are taking more and more jobs. Self-checkout, cars are driving themselves. What happened to people? Luckily, there are machines that depend on good old-fashioned and human hands. At National Aviation Academy, you can learn to work on and maintain aircraft in as little as 14 months. Call 800-659-2080 or visit wingmenwanted.com. The future is scary, but machines won't be prying this career away from you. Visit wingmenwanted.com. For more information about our statistics, visit nda.edu slash success. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Copper based loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If your mortgage rate is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could save you money and get you the cash you need with a cash-out refi. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity this past year. Turn that equity into cash to pay high-interest credit card debt, do home improvements, or to put money away for a rainy day. Don't wait for interest rates to go up. The time to refi is now, while rates are still low. Take cash out and get a low interest rate at the same time. Cash Call Mortgage may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash from your home's 
Homes Equity. Call now and we'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees to save you more money. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to cashcallmortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. AM860, The Answer. Online at theanswertampa.com. Radio.com. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Plenty of sunshine for today with a high 76. Clear skies for tonight with a low 58. An abundant amount of sunshine tomorrow with a high 78. And Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high of 80. Plan with confidence this spring. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. I need a peace to be Appears to be and a home. Appears to be and a home. Time is a long, 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 long time before the dawn. And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. We're coming at you on 8:60 a.m. We're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on my uh, website, drbillradiomd.com. You can listen to us live uh, if you have a computer and you don't want to look at my ugly pug. <laughs> Although somebody just texted me on Facebook and said, I look good, Ken. So that kind of made me feel. You're a handsome man, Doc. Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> and by the way, I got a bunny rabbit on my uh, on my green screen behind me. So I'm a fuzzy, fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy bunny boy this morning. So we just talked about the South China Sea and we're... We're moving on. We're going to talk a little bit about what else the uh, the crazy Democrats are up to. And uh, I think uh, Robin texted me and and said, "Well, they're obviously they're stoned." But uh, <laughs> I don't know that personally. You know, now, if Schumer I, has any way about it, we'll all be stoned. That's right. We'll all be stoned. Yeah, Schumer wants to legalize pot, and uh, so we can stumble into warfare that way. Wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Look at all the explosions cool. far out. Far out, yeah. So, anyway, so now the Biden administration, they have pulled three Patriot missile batteries out of Saudi Arabia. Why? And, well, because they don't want to upset the Iranians. And Saudi Arabia was defending itself from, from the uh, Iranian-backed rebels in uh, Yemen, you know, the, the Houthis. Yes, that's where the trouble is. Why would they pull the missile? That that makes no sense at all. I hadn't heard that yet, Doc. You surprised yeah. me with that one. Well, this is just because the left-wing press is not going to tell you about it. And the right-wing press, they're all focused on the border. Uh, and, of course, we've had this cop, this uh, capital cop that was shot by apparently uh, a Muslim radical. But they're not telling you that either. At any rate, because they don't want to upset anybody and... Um, you know, we don't want to get get to get any minorities or, or feelings hurt or we don't want to impugn anybody's reputation or name. And we know that Christians are basically the most evil people on earth and everybody else is good. And especially white Christians, they should all be killed. And, <laughs> happy uh, Easter, everybody. <laughs> happy everybody. So at any rate, Biden has pulled out these these Patriot missile batteries. He's pulled our our aircraft carrier uh, flotilla out of the area, and uh, and so basically he's just telling the Iranians do what you want. Well, guess what? Guess who's cuddling up to the Iranians besides the Chinese? India, India. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. And so guess who's cuddling up to the uh, uh, to the uh, Afghanistan, uh, uh, not the Mujahideen, but what do they call themselves now? The. Uh, oh, you know, the rebel forces. Yeah. Afghan- I, last time but, was towards the Mujahideen. That was the last one I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uh, it's not Al Qaeda, but it's whoever backed Al Qaeda there. At any rate. So the Russians and the Chinese are making big friends with them. And so now Biden's saying, well, we probably can't pull out of Afghanistan now because uh, these folks are being backed by the evildoers that he got into a, a spitting contest with up there in Alaska a couple mm. of weeks ago. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. And so I don't know. This, these, these Democrats are going to get us in a war. I, I just I hate to see it. I hate to have to deal with it. Um, but uh, and and hopefully it'll it'll be a proxy war as like Vietnam, one of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or we'll have some other people fighting it for us, right. which is I don't know if that's moral or not, but that's the way it is. So Biden is pulling away from Saudi Arabia after Trump did all that good work to get the Sauds and the Israelis and the Jordanians and and the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Qatar and uh, United Arab Emirates and everybody to come together and be nice with Israel. And, and you know, they, they're they going to have to form a, a self-defense league because when the Democrats allow Iran to have a nuclear weapon, they're going to be in deep doo-doo. I mean, you know, the Iranians don't want to just kill the Israelis. They, they want to enslave the Arabs, too. Um, and they have been wanting to do it for millions of years. You know, it's, it's not that's nothing new. Nothing new, nothing new. So I just, I don't know. I think these guys are not thinking straight. I don't, I just, you I know. think the, the Iranians must sit back and just laugh at us. <laughs> oh, oh the, and In, the Chinese are laughing oh, too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well. So at any rate, and so th- this capital cop, I mean, I feel sorry for his family and, and they're making a martyr out of him, but you know, they're not telling you the whole story there and they're not telling you who actually did it and what the guy's name was and what his motives were. We're not sure. We're investigating. Well, Dr. Bill's already made a, a decision on this. I'm what else it, is new, Doc? You know? I'm blaming it on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you about the guy that came in the office with the arrow in his head. No. Yeah, he came in, he had it right through his head, and he said, what's the diagnosis? I said, well, I'm, I think it's an arrow through the head, but it could be COVID virus. <laughs> <laughs> now, that that's a true story. I would never lie to you guys. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of so, people shooting arrows around these days. Speaking of the COVID virus, we're having this huge fight in our in our homeowners association. Not new. I mean, all the homeowners associations are always fighting all the time. And so in the state statutes and in our bylaws, it says you can have proxy votes. That's that's in Florida statutes on homeowners associations. And so the president uh, of the homeowners association decided that we should not have proxy votes this year because of the coronavirus, the covid virus. I can't figure out why. Um, I think that there was some fear that the proxies, because one side would get proxies and the other side wouldn't. And uh, uh, but uh, that that's been the probably the biggest stretch. <laughs> it has filtered down 
to the local, very local, local level of politics. And uh, it, it's amazing to me how much traction you can get. And, you know, we all bought it initially. Everybody was like, oh, wow. And she said, yes, the, uh, you know, this has been, uh, this, this is a state mandated thing. And, and so I thought maybe she had some inside knowledge. Turns out that she got it from the property management company. And I'm guessing that the woman who works at the property management company just said, well, yeah, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. That's the way those so, things work. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it goes on and on and on. And I, I must say that this has been one of the most interesting years of my life to have lived through this pandemic, to have been as intimately involved in it as I have been, and to see all the shenanigans and hear all the nonsense I've heard. But, hey, that's life, right? Yeah, no kidding. So now we've got uh, Major League Baseball pulling out. They're not going to play the All-Star game in Atlanta because they're upset about this new voting law in Georgia. Now, have you read this thing? I mean, it's 100 pages. It's no small document. Uh, I've kind of skimmed it, and uh, I think I've got the nut of it, and I think I understand why the left wing is so upset about this. Uh, it, it, uh, you know, the states have the right to make their own voting laws within certain federal um, frameworks, constitution, and laws. We had the Motor Voter Act passed in the 1990s, which uh, mandated that when you go to get your driver's license or your state ID card, that you will also be signed up or offered to be signed up to vote by the state, by the county or wherever your jurisdiction is. It also extended it to uh, handicapped areas, to uh, welfare offices. And, you know, so if you go and you sign up at... Uh, let's say you're an illegal immigrant and you get into California and you sign up at the welfare office. Well, if you're a citizen, they're supposed to offer you the opportunity to register to vote. Um, and they're supposed to look and see if you have some kind of an ID that says you're a citizen. Well, you know, that ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what's happened in Georgia is, and, and also some other irregularities in Georgia. Did you know that there was private funding of different county uh, election commissions, private funding. How did that happen? That's that because the Democrats are a bunch of thieves, and they're a bunch of you know they buy votes. So if you fund the election commission in your county, and you say, oh by the way, you know, I kind of like the Democratic platform, <laughs> so I want you to make sure that they win. I mean, we did it a lot simpler in Kentucky. If you wanted to keep a county dry. You just gave everybody uh, a, a pint of, of moonshine and 10 bucks and told them to vote to keep the county dry. <laughs> that way you could keep your still, you know, your, your business. Yeah, right. I mean, it was, it was a little more straightforward. This is kind of, this is pretty sneaky. So along with this and, uh, and people voting by mail without any identification with uh human beings trying to see whether or not the signature, so when you sign your, your absentee ballot form, you, you should have your signature on file with this, uh, same, similar, you know, and so they've got human beings looking at this. Well, do you think a human can make a mistake in looking at signatures? Could happen. It could. Do you think that they might accidentally on purpose make some mistakes? Could happen. Could happen. So... <laughs> A whole lot of irregularities in Georgia, as in other states. 
And so the Georgia legislation, legislature, which is Republican predominantly, and the governor's Republican, they went to the secretary of state and the head of the voting commission and all that. And they said, what the heck's going on here? And, you know, they did find a lot of irregularities. And Trump didn't tell the secretary of state of Georgia uh, to change the uh, the votes. He didn't say that. He just said, you should investigate it. Well, guess what? They did. <laughs> they changed the law. So now you have to prove you are a citizen. You have to have a valid ID, driver's license or state ID card. You have to register appropriately. And if you want to be, if you want an absentee ballot, you have to do like we do now in Florida. You have to register and you have to prove who you are and that you're a citizen. And if you have someone helping you do it, they have to take an oath that they are a citizen and acting in your behalf. And you have to take an oath. And it goes on and on. And it's, it's, uh, it basically, it centralizes and streamlines and uh, makes the, uh, uh, a uniform system of voting for all the counties in Georgia. What's wrong with that? I, 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 it boggles my mind, Doc, because I don't see anything wrong with proving you are who you are when you have to vote. You know the what only, I mean? I, yeah, the only thing I saw in it uh, so far that I, I could understand where uh, some people, uh, uh, some minorities would be upset is that it's going to restrict uh, busing voters. Well, yeah. I mean, if you bust voters from Tennessee and North Carolina, <laughs> it could be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> who are not who are not citizens of Georgia? Well, you know, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> that's not right, is it? Uh the world's messed up right now, Doc. Uh, so we're we're in deep doo doo. Yes, so, so my friend Reg, who is half black and half. Uh, white and half Asian. I don't know how he got oh, three halves, really. <laughs> three halves, but it makes a hole. And he's uh, he's anesthesia at the hospital, so he he makes more money than I do, and he's always whining and complaining about the poor oppressed black man. And I'm like, Reg, you you live better than I do. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's always concerned that the uh, that the uh, the the white racists are going to get him. Because he was in Chicago when there was a years ago when there was a white racist uh, mass murder, <clears throat> and uh, so. But if if a if a black Muslim or a brown Muslim kills uh, uh, a cop on the White House lawn or on the Capitol lawn, that goes unmentioned. But at any rate, so I understand where Reg is coming from. You know, he grew up in the South and he's black, and or he identifies as black. And I think that he has some legitimate points to make. But he asked me about this voter law, and I said, well, I hadn't really looked at it yet, but uh, I'm going to. And I can see where the busing thing would strike a nerve with uh, uh, a lot of black Southern voters, because that was a big deal. You know, busing is still uh, a, a, a little bit of a... Of a there's a stigma there, yeah. There's a little bit of, you know, it's 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 a hot button still for... People, you know, you think about busing in the schools. You think about uh, the uh, voters' uh, movement. To the uh, just Rosa Parks being able to have to sit in the back of the bus. I mean, that was all. It all comes from sitting that. Sitting in the back. So, so bus is 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 a real is a real hot button. And uh, so, if you just read the first part of the of the statute, and there's believe me, there's 95 more pages after the first page. Then you're going to go. Wait a minute. This isn't fair. They're going to stop people from taking a bus to go vote, and that's not what it says. No, but. no, I'm sure it's not. 
that's ridiculous. Even the suggestion. How could they do that? How could they stop you from taking a bus to go vote? Well, you can't. You can't, exactly. I mean, first of all, the buses are just one of the stupidest things, especially in St. Petersburg, because they're empty 95% of the time. And I know because I've ridden the buses here. There's never anybody on the buses. I mean, there may be a few lines that are full. But, you know, basically, it's just a big boondoggle. It's just a it's just a make work program for the Democrats gives, you know, people something to do. You you get the bums to wash the bus. You get the mechanics to fix the bus. uh, You get the train drivers to drive the buses and you have to have an administration to administer the buses. Then you have to have somebody in the city overseeing it. And then you have to have the city council. And, hey, this is a great little thing. Hey, I was I was on a. Somewhere in um, Tampa this week, and I was going by a road project, and there was one guy shoveling some stones and four guys standing around watching him, all being paid. Top dollar, I'll bet. Well, what's the, what are you talking about? I, I went to the Super Bowl, and there were, at, the, at most, there were 22 guys on the field, and there were uh, 22,000 of us in the stands. <laughs> so, Yeah, I mean, but sh- we're not paying them. Well, I guess we are paying them. Yes, we are, sure. Yeah, I mean, shoveling is a yeah. sporting event, I guess it? so. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Four guys standing around watching one guy. If you all pick up a shovel, job would be done a lot easier and much faster. Yeah, well, you know, in, when I lived in, in Atlanta, uh, one of the news crews followed uh, a city work crew around, and, and uh, they put out all their signs and got everything set up and blocked off a couple of lanes. Then they all went in the truck and took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was in Chicago, one day I was out, you know, I'm, unfortunately, folks, I'm a smoker. So I was out in front of a building with like 20 degrees below zero. And uh, these guys showed up in a truck and four of them jumped out. One of them started cleaning a mailbox. The other one started drying the mailbox. And the other two just stood there and watched. No, one stayed in the car because he was the driver. Well, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's not a job description. The waste, the waste in this country is unfathomable if you know what I mean. It's everywhere. It's it is, everywhere. yeah. It's everywhere. So so we've got the Voting Rights Act in, in, uh, uh, that was passed in the 1990s, and uh, this uh, sent out a uniform federal form to register voters, and, and except for states who already had an acceptable format and required certain things to be done. And, and the idea was to let more people vote. You know, you go register to get your license or your state ID card, and, and you should. Uh, you, you should also have the opportunity to register to vote if you want. That I don't have a problem with that. That doesn't bother me. And so Georgia is saying, well, we want to make everything uniform across the state because the counties are acting independent of the state, and it's not up to the counties to make voting law. That's up to the state. That's in the Constitution of the United States. We, I think we still have a constitution. Last time I checked, yes. <laughs> it's getting a little... It's eroding, but we've still got one, I think. Yeah. yeah, you know, somebody keeps shooting gamma and alpha and beta particles at it. <laughs> Slow, slowly, it's deteriorating. But uh, this is, to me, this is, uh, I don't know. It's it's unbelievable. Now, Major League Baseball said, well, we're not going to have our all-star game. And I guess Delta Airlines is threatening to take their home office out of uh, Atlanta and go somewhere else. They're and gonna... who do you hurt there, Doc? Who do you I hurt don't... when you do that? You hurt the people who work there. You hurt the people who are in the concessions. 
You heard yeah, the, no. the people who are picking, you know, making money trying to throw some peanuts to somebody in a stand. And think of all the jobs for people that live in Atlanta, and Atlanta is basically the black capital of the United States. Uh, that's where a lot of the civil rights movement was was centered, and the city is predominantly black now, I would guess. Um, and uh, I mean, it's a great city. I loved Atlanta. I loved living there. It was a it was a wonderful place to live. The traffic got a little a little bit too much for me, and I kind of got sick of Ted Turner too. <laughs> The whole country did, Doc. Even Jane Fonda got sick at that, Turner. Well, you know, remember when he won the America's Cup? You guys are some of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did the big sailboat race, and he was swaggering around drunk on camera, and and he married Jane Fonda, and then he divorced her because she came home and she had found Jesus one day, and um, she was born again all of a sudden. And, of course, he was still working on his alcoholism, so that wasn't going to – that wasn't going (laughs) to – there was a, a, an immediate clash there. But, uh, yeah, we got a little bit tired of Ted Turner, and the traffic is unbearable. It is. Yeah, I've been through there at rush hour. It is not a place to be at rush hour. Not a nice place to be at rush yeah. hour. It was too now, much. Now, Turner, Turner, I guess he bought like half of Montana or something. He just lives up there now. Oh, does he? Yeah. I wonder if he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, or- <laughs> I don't know. He might have given up. He might have said, you know, I've had enough. Probably in his 80s by now, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure, at least. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he's got to be, he's probably close to 90 now. I mean, he's got to be 15, at least 15 years older than me. Yeah, he's uh, just in his rocking chair. And, of course, everybody tried to make it sound like he was self-made. But, uh, you know, to turn a broadcasting system, uh, TNN, TBS, all that, that's all from, from his original uh, uh, business. And what happened is that his father had a radio and television station in, I believe, Cincinnati, and then started one in Atlanta. So he did have a leg up, but I'll, I'll hand it to him. He was smart enough to see that cable was the coming thing, and he got in early on that. And he really uh, he really did a, 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 big, a big deal by getting in early on the cable and, and expanding his empire. So uh, he's not self-made, but certainly he, uh, as far as being a billionaire, he is self-made. Not as, as far as being a millionaire, a multimillionaire, but a billionaire. He inherited a pretty healthy little uh, little business there that was worth millions back in the 60s. So. You got about a minute and a half, Doc. This show has just flown right by. I know, man. I'm looking at this picture of the South China Sea and all these, all these uh, Chinese boats, and there's there's these puny little uh, Filipino jets that are flying <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait a minute, are, are we getting ready for a war here with China? Let's hope not. Oh, I hope not, man. That would be a bloody mess. So let's let's recap here, Ken. Get the vaccine. Buy some of these batteries that are going to last 28,000 years. You can give them to your family and friends. They can hand them down to their kids and their grandkids and all that. And uh, then we also want to uh, come to Dr. Bill's office because it's Easter, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Watch out for gamma radiation. Watch out for uh, rabid bunnies today. And uh, keep the faith and don't worry about the Georgia voters' right acts. It's, it's not, not any big deal. Listen, it's been great. I wish everybody a, a merry, happy, how do you say merry? No, a happy Easter. That's Merry Christmas. Happy Easter. Love you guys, and I'm gone. See you next week.